Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Celebrate and save big at Harvey Norman's 18th birthday sale. We're celebrating 18 years in Ireland with big birthday savings across our massive range of TVs and home appliances. Save a massive 900 euro on the Samsung 55-inch QN94 Neo QLED TV. Now 1599. Or save 180 euro on the Samsung 9KG washing machine. Now 549. Shop these birthday deals and so much more in store and online at Harvey Norman's 18th birthday sale. Don't miss out. Hi, this is Allie Wentworth, host of Go Ask Allie. My listeners want more, so we are digging in. It's real, it's honest, open and unexpected, and sometimes amusing. He in- told me you chased him with a butcher knife <laughs> and tried to cut off his penis, but that's his version and everybody has a different Everybody version. has two, two sides of every story. Exactly. All new episodes of Go Ask Allie release every Thursday. Listen to Go Ask Allie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Not completing high school is more of a social thing than it was an academic thing. Even though all these years have passed, I still had that longing to have my diploma. At age 30, Carissa finished her high school diploma. If you're even considering getting your high school diploma, you can do it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. This week, on Tuesday, May 25th, marked a year since the world watched the killing of George Floyd. His name and the video of his death reignited a reckoning with systemic racism. But that video doesn't represent the man that his family knew. For his baby brother, Philonis Floyd, Big Floyd was more than a cause. Vice News correspondent Dexter Thomas traveled to Houston to speak with Philonis about the last year, who his big brother really was, and what's next. Here's that interview. I could never mourn just like others could because it was always somebody want to do an interview, interview, interview. I realized that my brother died probably like six months after he had already passed because I never really had that time to sit there. It was always interview, interview, interview. And I didn't want to stop doing the interviews because I wanted accountability for George and That's the role that I took on. That's heavy, man. When you first saw people marching in your brother's name, what was your first reaction to that? Oh, I was was proud. I I was happy. It was a pandemic, and people put their lives on the line for what was right. And to me, that was big because you're stronger in numbers. And if we can stand with each other in solidarity for peace, and a a peaceful protest, and nobody gets hurt, and we all are marching for not just United States, Brazil, London, Italy, Ghana, Switzerland, Germany. People, they tag me, they DM me all day long because everybody's having these problems all all around the world. People having these problems all over the world, 
But the name that's at the forefront of people's mouths at that point, you know, was definitely George Floyd. That must have been, that must have been something to see. When you think about George, um, you always ask yourself, um, what would I do if this was my, my kid? This is my brother, this is my uncle. So people uh, are going to get out and they're, they're going to speak and they're going to protest. People are tired of the same thing. I mean, it's, it, it, your brother's everywhere. He's everywhere. Uh, he's everywhere. It's, I didn't ask for him to be everywhere, but the world said, hey, this is time, it's a time for change and that time is now. So uh, George's death wasn't pleasant. He was tortured to death for nine minutes and 29 seconds. Kids seen that, adults seen that. The things that happened to him, I wouldn't have did that to a dog. But for his face to be all around the world, I feel that he has blessed so many people because in so many countries, they all tell me the same thing. Hmm. We're struggling. We need help. They look at George as uh, a pillar, like on a path to getting justice and accountability for them too. A lot of people, you know, they know your brother, they've seen murals. Yeah. But what most people have seen of your brother is that video, that long video. If you could replace what everybody's seen with just a memory from your mind, which is instead of everybody knowing your brother for that one video, if you could show them, hey, this is who, this is who my brother was. Is there anything you want to show people? See, people look at my brother as a, a, a cause, you know, but in reality, he was a loving person to us. We were in the house. I slept with him in the bed. We played video games together. We ate banana mayonnaise sandwiches together. We, had, we did a lot of stuff together. We prayed with each other. He helped me with my homework. Not just me, he helped a lot of people in the community. I watched George treat homeless men like they were the president. He, he would get down. So it's nothing for me to get down on a knee and talk to them too, because they are people just like me. It's just that they might have mental illnesses and different things like that's going on. Is that, so is that something you learn from him? We learned it from our mother. Our mother was a loving person. She will always feed the community. Anybody that wanted to come in the house and sit and watch TV, she was just a nice person, genuine. Um, she's just like my brother. Uh, the only difference is my brother is, is like 6'6", and he's huge. So when he walks into a room, he would greet everybody one by one. And I asked him, say, hey, why do you do that? And he was like, I have to do that because look at my size. People feel intimidated when they see me. So I want them to understand that I'm not a threat. So I greet them one by one. Big George, Big G, Georgie Porgy, Big Floyd, all type of names. That's what they call them. <laughs> do you think that people understand who your brother was? I think some people do, but not everybody. People are looking at his court records and all this stuff like that. So the positive things I remember that I know, uh, other individuals who don't know him, they just go out for what they hear or what hearsay, she say, stuff like that. What has it been like watching people running your brother's name through this public court where it's, oh, let's talk about whether this was a good guy or a bad guy? From the beginning, they tried to put my brother on trial when Chauvin was on trial. 
But that's a tactic that they use. When you don't have the evidence with you, you gotta slander someone else's name. But I didn't care about the evidence that they had. I, I seen what I seen on the video, like so many individuals around this world. His life mattered at the end of the day. He should have been treated with support and dignity, with respect, and not police brutality at that time. Have you noticed any difference in the way the people around you talk about race and racism in this last year? You hear so much. You hear people say this world is not racist. You hear people say the world is racist. You have systemic racism. You had a, a lot of different things going around. My thing is, I can't control how other people think, but I can control how I think. So I'm out here, when I go and I speak in different areas, I just ask myself, if I can change one, then that person can change someone else. If I can change two, then they can multiply and change more. That's all I'm out here for. Just like a preacher is out preaching to save someone, I'm out here doing the same thing. I'm just speaking and letting people know that I will be strong for you all, but I just want you all to stand with me. Do you feel like people are hearing the message? I think the message is being uh, conveyed all across America. We all want justice, not just justice for George, justice for people all around the world. This is bigger than George. Uh, people all around the world are dying every day. It's a state of emergency. Do you feel like you have a responsibility to be out there for other families? I feel that God has anointed me on a path that I didn't understand because I was a truck driver. But the thing when my brother, this came to my front door, I never expected this. So I just took it and I ran with it because I didn't want uh, them to sweep it up under the rug. I'm going through this. The Dante Wright family is going through this. Nobody asked to be in this fraternity. Nobody did. Do you feel like we're headed toward a path of accountability of justice? I feel that we're taking steps, but we'll find out when the George Floyd and Policing Act is passed because it's blood on that bill. Pamela Turner is on that bill. Eric Garner is on that bill. Breonna Taylor is on that bill. My brother George Floyd is on that bill. And they all passed away of horrific deaths. You can go Breonna Taylor, the no-knock warrant is on that bill. She was killed, innocent person in her house. Eric Garner and my brother both, the no chokehold law ban that, that's because of people like them who have passed because of that bill. These cops need to be held accountable. These cops need to have they dash cams and they body cams on at all times. And this world has a problem because you have good cops and you have bad cops. You shouldn't have to sort them out. Let's talk about, well, maybe they need to take qualified immunity out of it. Is that a compromise that you think would be good? I don't, I don't think it'd be good because you want the end, uh, you want to end the qualified immunity because you want these cops to understand that our lives matter, just like they say blue lives matter. People are dying every day. That's the reality. I'm a big baby, I cry a lot, you might see that, but it's just, that's life for me. You know, I don't care about 
others seeing me cry. I don't care because when you love somebody, that's what you're gonna do. I could never mourn just like others could because it was always somebody wanna do an interview, interview, interview. I realized that my brother died probably like six months after he had already passed because I've never really had that time to sit there. It was always interview, interview, interview. And I didn't want to stop doing the interviews because I wanted accountability for George. And that's the road that I took on. That's heavy, man. And it's, hey, it's a blessing. It's a blessing to be able to get out and speak and get his, who he really is out in the world. So many people want to talk. They want to talk about George. They want to know about George. Uh, they always say George has changed the world. You hear his daughter say, my dad is going to change the world. I feel that he has changed the world with his death. But at the same time, we have to change the mindset of these police officers. We have to get them to understand that life is precious. That's something you'll never get back. So it's the same thing, like you want to go home with your family, we want our family to come home to us. We don't want to live in fear. We want to live together. Do you feel like America's heart has changed you know, in this year? That's touching because I really don't know how others are feeling right now. You have a lot of people who might not like what's going on but you have people who are speaking out for what is right. And I'm determined to try to get others to realize that, hey, we can work together. Uh, we shouldn't be turned down by the pigment of our skin color. You know, this is, this is universal. This is not something that we would uh, stop now. You know what I mean? This is something that's gonna go on forever. And if we keep fighting and we keep pushing, we can make it there. It's just like holding a rope. We're holding this rope. Dante Wright family is holding the rope. Pamela Turner is holding the rope. Eric Garner, mom is holding the rope. The son is holding the rope. Everybody is holding this rope together. And the objective, it's not to win anything. It's just to show that we can stand with you all and we can get along with each other. We're not trying to win anything. We just want to feel equal. It's all about equality. We're all connected. All of these families, they all connect with you. It's devastating to lose a loved one, especially not to natural causes. Yeah. You know, if you're taking someone's life from them, that's, that's, that's a problem. So it took for the world to see my brother on a motion cinema picture nine minutes and 29 seconds, watching him being tortured to death. That's what it has taken for the world to see what's going on. And we don't want any more hashtags. It shouldn't be any more George Floyds. It shouldn't be any more Breonna Taylors. We need to take awareness right now of what's going on. And that's the key to our society. It starts here. This interview is part of a larger project here at Vice to memorialize George Floyd. 
one year after his murder, and to acknowledge the ongoing work his death has inspired. To do that, Vice has launched the Still Here Project, a full takeover across Vice Digital and video platforms, our YouTube channels, and all our social accounts. Coverage includes reporting on where, exactly, the millions of dollars pledged for racial justice over the past year from the big three record labels actually went, what came from last year's calls to defund the police, and a close look at the gig economy's racial justice problem. The Still Here Project also revisits the people at the heart of Vice's reporting on racial justice from the past year. Visit the Vice website to read and watch so much more. Looking for the successiest new job? Or maybe the techiest, or the chefiest, or perhaps the salesiest. We have them all and more on Ireland's jobsiest job site, jobs.ie, where 90% of jobs advertised end in a hire. So it's the savviest place to search too. With smart technology that matches your CV with the career you're looking for, just register today and download our app to find your dreamiest job. Jobs.ie, the jobsiest job site. Courage. I learned it from my adoptive mom. Hold my hand. You hold my hand. (laughs) Learn about adopting a team from foster care at AdoptUSKids.org. You can't imagine the reward. Brought to you by AdoptUSKids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Hi, friends. I'm Hector Navarro. And I'm Frankie Grande. We're your hosts for SpongeBob Binge Pants, Nickelodeon's podcast celebrating all things SpongeBob universe. We have the privilege that not many SpongeBob fans get. This being an official Nickelodeon podcast, we get to interview the brilliant humans behind the names we've all been reading in those credits for over 20 years. It was a blast. Steve had a a sign over his door that said, have fun or you're fired. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. First of all, for everybody out there who doesn't believe that we're talking to you, can you say something as Sandy? (laughs) Sure, of course. Howdy, everyone from uh, Bikini Bottom and actually from my living room. (laughs) (laughs) It's Sandy, you guys. It's Sandy Cheeks. I'm freaking out. This is a podcast by fans for fans. And I think SpongeBob would call it the best podcast ever. Listen to SpongeBob Binge Pants on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.